Hi, this is Eileen Graff, and you are listening to TV Confidential. Seven times 13 is not 28. Yes, it is. Seven times four is 28. Mr. Chandler, seven times 13 is 28. Seven times four is 28. Did you ever go to school, stupid? Yes, sir. And I come out the same way. But Robert, it was a reminder that Stacy Keach will join us at the top of the hour. We hope to stay tuned for that. In the meantime, Greg Airbar is with us as we take a look at Abbott and Costello, the complete Universal Pictures collection, which is now available on Blu-ray through our friends at Shout Factory, as well as Abbott and Costello in Hollywood, Abbott and Costello meet Captain Kidd, Rio Rita, and Lost in a Harem, all four of which Abbott and Costello did for Warner Brothers Pictures, and all four of those titles are available through our friends at the Warner Brothers Archive. Great. There are a few more films. In addition to Jack and the Beanstalk, there's Africa Screams, which is another film that fell in the public domain. That's the one with Clyde Beatty, where they go to Africa. Only, of course, it's, it's Hollywood. And they put that in public domain, so that's easy to find, but also never looked particularly good. There are efforts being made to restore that as we speak. Hopefully that will happen. And then there's a few more that are available through companies that I'm not terribly familiar with. They are on Amazon, and they are nice. They do look nice. The MGM originally put them out, but they've been reissued. Uh, the News Hangs Home, which was made by a company in England, and another one, uh, their last film together, which was called Dance With Me, Henry, which is notable because our good friend Sherry Alberoni was in it when she was very little. And that is sort of a warm-hearted family comedy with uh, Lou playing a man who's a orphanage. That's their last film. Dance With Me, Henry, that's the name of a song, isn't it? Yes, and it's played in the film. It has little to do with the story. And then if you really want to be a completist, there's the 30-foot bride of Candy Rock with uh, just Lou Costello and Dorothy Provine. And that's also available from an independent distributor. Those are all available brand new, and they look great. And they're all on Amazon as well. So there's a lot of great stuff out there. And Greg also wants to talk about the television show that they did in the 1950s, which, going back to how we started our conversation, was very influential in the structure of Seinfeld. And is also listed as one of the greatest television shows of all time on several lists. It is a an interesting show. It's sort of two shows in one because it ran two seasons, and they kind of changed the format in the second season. The first season is the most Seinfeldian of the two seasons because it's very surreal. There's a lot of these... They go out onto the sidewalk and run into weird people kind of thing, the way that Uncle Leo used to appear. <laughs> that sort of thing. Yeah. And I think the purpose of that season was for them to be able to, once again, work in those, those routines. The, they had a writer, John Grant, who used to work with them a lot, and find ways to sandwich those routines in. I don't know that it was necessarily him. Uh, there was also a lot of nepotism. Uh, Pat Costello was involved. His, his uh, Lou Costello's brother, who uh, is listed as producer, was also his stuntman occasionally, and other Costellos, and lots of crazy antics, pie-throwing backstage. The show was 
they they loosened up with all kinds of craziness backstage but the show was wild and crazy the first season in that they had more of a supporting cast they had hillary brooke who was in a couple of their films and she was sort of lou's girlfriend and they had uh, sydney fields as mr fields the uh the landlord and he carried over to the second season they had officer mike who carried into the second season. And then they also had a favorite character of Kids Everywhere, Stinky, who was played by Joe Besser. And Joe Besser was, he was also one of the Three Stooges for a short time. And Stinky was inimitable in that he, you know, he had that voice, you know, you you made me mad, <laughs> you, you upset me, you know, I don't like you, that kind of thing. And he was this guy in his 40s who dressed in this, like little boy blue clothes, and he was supposed to be about 10. But, and uh, you didn't question it because it was completely absurd. Yeah. It was wild and silly, and the, the Bagel Street routine would just happen out of the blue. And it was, that's the way it was the first season. The second season, it became a little bit more of a sitcom or a slash mini movie. In other words, it was like an Abbott and Costello movie and themselves in a situation with uh, gangsters or Lou's got to get married and build a house uh, out of prefabricated materials, but the numbers get mixed up, things like that, wacky hijinks. And only two of the main characters, and not not quite as surreal, uh, but still very very funny. They they shot the show uh, with a uh, on one uh, with a one camera way, but they also played it for an audience. And unlike a lot of shows where the audience is mostly adults, you can hear children also laughing in the audience. They had a huge kid uh, following. So I think that they deliberately did that. Children loved them. As a matter of fact, they were very dedicated to kids. And part of that, I think, was because, uh, and this is, this is in the, the set. Uh, Lou Costello had, a, had a, a couple of tragedies in his life. Uh, one of them was that he dealt with rheumatic fever repeatedly uh, during his career. They had to take a year off uh, because of his illness, but also... Uh, and this is shortly, I think, before the, uh, the the horror films they were making. He had an infant son who uh, drowned accidentally in their swimming pool. And he was told this right before they had to go out and do their radio show. And his son was supposed to be listening that night and staying. And he decided to go on because he believed his son was going to be listening. Uh, he was a, he was a devout Catholic, his father, and this is also in the, the TV show set, if, if you get complete set boxed, which is a little expensive, there is home movie footage of him going to Italy and visiting the church that his father used to go to, because his father was in seminary for a while, but then I think he took a bad fall and decided not to go into it, but there's also them, the kids getting dressed up for Easter and things like that. So after his son died, to, to mark his memory, he and Abbott invested in the Lou Costello Jr. Youth Center. And it was put in East L.A. so that kids that weren't necessarily well-to-do could use it 
and it was a designed for activities to keep kids off the streets and to give them activities and physical education and different kinds of because Lou was also a uh, an athlete. He could play basketball. He was a stunt man. He didn't look like it, but he he was a boxer. A lot of the things he did in the film, he really could do. Yeah, so and yeah, and which goes back to the physicality. I mean, he he did a lot of pratfalls and slipping, and you have to know how to fall and not hurt yourself in order to do that as convincingly as as he did it in the movies. Absolutely, and so this center is right. It's still there. And you can go online right now, and it's part of the state of California uh, Parks and Recreation Department, and you can see photos of it and see what the facilities are. It has a swimming pool, and it has a list of activities. It has a senior center, and it says the Lou Costello Jr. Center. It's a thriving thing, and it is a monument to Lou Costello that this still stands and continues. And in the set, there is a 20-minute short with William Bendix playing a policeman, and it was a short release to theaters that they produced to basically give a tour of this facility under the guise of this tough cop who wants to show kids the way. And if you watch the TV show and a couple of movies, you'll occasionally hear that message of the cops are your friends, kids, you know, be nice to the policemen. Don't be afraid to talk to them. You know, they'll set you straight and all this stuff. I think that was just the way he felt maybe because of his past and stuff. So there's an underlying message there. There's uh, there's a lot of good uh, extras in some of the original set. Uh, Chris Costello was involved. Um, I believe that they they have ownership of it. And so there's some interviews and things like that that are connected with with it. But it's a a fun, fun show and very much the 50s, classic 50s comedy at at its best. I know that sounds like a a slogan, but it's true. So there's, like I said, they were very, very popular. There's a ton of material out there. Almost every one of their radio shows can be accessed through archive.org or any number of places on the internet. The radio show is very funny. Their Christmas shows are particularly funny. They had the best uh, had Mel Blanc and all the best voice actors and people like the Iris Adrian and people like that on their show. So um, you want comedy, you got it. Uh, Old fashioned baggy pants silliness. You got a like crazy you know puns it's not going to be sophisticated but sometimes shakespeare was silly too so what can i say well shakespeare shakespeare was known for codpiece jokes uh where what is the distributor of the abbott and (laughs) costello uh tv show where can people find that uh originally it was e1 entertainment however it, you can still get it separately. The original set is, is available through second parties, but it's expensive. However, you can still get the set separately. Okay, Abbott and Costello, the complete television show, is available through Entertainment One. Uh, four Abbott and Costello movies, Abbott and Costello in Hollywood, Rio Rita, Abbott and Costello meet Captain Kidd, and Lost in a Harem, all available through our friends in the Warner Brothers 
Archive, and of course, uh, Abbott and Costello, the complete universal pictures collection available on Blu-ray through our friends at Shout Factory. You can read Greg Airbar's column animation spin twice a month at cartoonresearch.com. For more on Greg, gregairbar.com. Greg, always good to have you on the show. Thank you, Ed. It's a pleasure. Stacy Keach will join us when we come back for hour number two of T. TV Confidential. Stay with us. If you haven't been listening to TV Confidential, this is who you're missing. Michelle Nichols. Adrienne Barbeau. Leonard Maltin. Joyce Bullison. Peter Onorati. Judy Norton. Robert Wagner. Robert Hook. Lee Purcell. Julie Bass. Rhonda Shear. Michelle Lee. Jacqueline Smith. Bruno Antonio. Shirley Jones. And many, many more of your favorite celebrities and people behind the scenes in the world of television. That's TV Confidential. Every week on this station and every day online at televisionconfidential.com. Become a TV Confidential confidant and receive unlimited access to the last five years of TV Confidential, plus other members-only content. To find out more, go to televisionconfidential.com and click Become a Confidant. Enter the coupon code CONFIDENTIAL when you sign up and you'll receive $5 off your first month's membership. For more information, go to televisionconfidential.com and click Become a confidant. You can listen to this show all over again as a podcast on iTunes, Spreaker, TuneIn, Apple Podcast, and wherever podcasts are found. Best of all, it's free. To subscribe to the TV Confidential podcast, go to the homepage at televisionconfidential.com and click subscribe now. An adult elephant can weigh up to six tons. The average person, 150 pounds. Ever heard of carfentanil? It's a large wild animal tranquilizer. Illegal drug dealers lace heroin with it. It can kill the average human. If you or a loved one is addicted to opiates, even pain pills, don't wait until it's too late. Call the Detox and Treatment Helpline now. We care. Many of us have been where you are. We'll take you or a loved one away from the drug environment to a place you can clean out safely. Plus, we'll work with your insurance company to make sure you get the treatment you need. And with a Family Medical Leave Act, you're allowed by law to get away for help without telling your employer why. Call now to save a life. 866-490-3991-866-490-3991-866-490-3991. Alexa users, you can now listen to TV Confidential on your smart speaker by just saying... Alexa, play TV Confidential. Enabling our Alexa skill is easy. To find out how, go to televisionconfidential.com slash Alexa. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty Group, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call 415 415- 886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net talk at tvconfidential.net You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential x.com forward slash TV Confidential or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, 
please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.